Theresa with a surprise visit. Because what clock watching means, as I interpret it to be, is people who aren't taking the job super seriously, they're just watching the clock because they can't wait to just get home. Mm. And the fact is he sprung this surprise visit on them, which mm. is why Tom Rush is there, which is why Sid is there, despite the fact that it's opera season, mm. because nobody wants him to actually see how they work because they know that he'll just probably slag it off. Because mm, he's like, true, true. as Greg says, Santa Claus if he was a hitman. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, and actually, Logan's opinion on work ethic yes. is kind of... Prov- pervades this entire episode totally are we started Mm -hmm. oh great hello Hello. and welcome hello Hello. and welcome to episode two of full beast yeah we haven't decided the title of the episode yet but you'll see it on the little title bar um what 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 is what an episode what an episode as it always is obviously but give me your headline feelings thoughts emotions on on today's episode i again (laughs) sorry again i found the I, f- I felt palpably sad yes. with Tom and Shiv, all of the characters actually, Logan. It was very much a, um, they're in the thick of of a, a shit period of time. Definitely. And they're working, they're wading their way through it. Mm. Can't relate. <laughs> no, can't relate. Can't relate. <laughs> How about you? Um, I definitely felt sadness and I also felt um, sneakiness. I think mm. that what was interesting about this episode is the way that all of the siblings have had um, communication with, say, uh, Madsen, Stewie and Stevie, the father, and yet they're not telling each other about their own individual kind of thing that they're holding to mm. themselves. They, they're they trying to act like they're this united front, but each of them has, like, cracks in the armour. Yes. And you see each of them individually at certain points in this episode being secretive. And paranoid. And paranoid. And maybe it's just never going to work out. Maybe as siblings there is too much pain and kind of trauma there for them to ever just get along for a period of time without basically lying to each other so that made me quite sad too yeah it made me sad because it seems to just be relentless now doesn't it and i now i kind of appreciate the fact that it's the last series yeah because they can't live like this there's they're working towards some kind of explosion can you imagine what the, what Succession's audience will be like if there's a fifth season? Mm. We'll Apparently all just Jesse be calling Armstrong, out of our, se- our skin. Apparently Jesse Armstrong wanted wanted people to persuade him it, the, for it not to be the final season. Yeah, but everyone said that it should be. Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. I know. Clearly he was fishing for compliments there. No, I think I think he probably knew it was right, but just kind joking. of loves Love it Jessie. so much. Love you, Jesse. Love the name um, Jesse for a boy. I'm oh, calling my yeah. first son Jesse, my firstborn. But who, what, what characters... Not, fe- not in honour of you, just because I like the name. <laughs> I'm really joking. What, <laughs> what characters for you or character do, do you think this was the was the centrepiece? Or okay. if there was one? Funnily enough, I would say there are always many centrepieces to an episode. Mm. Like on a nice table. It's a long table. There's, there's room for plenty of centrepieces. Mm. This isn't a little table. This isn't your kitchen table or nook. Sometimes I think there is one more than the other though. Who, do you th- who is... You know, I think that arguably it could be Connor his sadness Mm. and his amazing speech at the end about the fact that he's been able to live without love Mm. and he's a plant that grows from a rock that insects die inside of. Or Kerry, very much a spotlight on her. Mm. I'm talking about the guys who aren't our main players who are obviously going to be the centrepiece of each episode. I'm saying we got really nice spotlight on Connor and Kerry today. Much less on Tom and Greg than we normally get. Tom and Greg, not at all, but Tom's, I really got a hit of Tom's sadness. Oh yeah. And And I still... At which moment? I got it. Well, throughout, he's kind of creeping around in the background. And yeah. he's so, um, what's the word? 
he's so malleable. He can just one on one hand just be like, "Yep, yeah, I'll tell you what you, want, what you want to hear, Logan. Let me tell you that she's amazing. She's great in that self tape. I mean, not the self tape, whatever she did the, the screen test. She's great. And then, but then I'll also in the next sentence, you know, contradict myself completely. I felt that he is really sad about him and Shiv, but also is much more accepting of the fact that it's over than she is. I think so too. Shiv is carrying around this like really hostile energy Bitter. at the moment. Like the, the way call she, she does Connor, to be the honest. Call, the call she does to Tom being like, so you, you, you called all, all the divorce lawyers, did you? Marriage you call, Story. Um, like, like Scarlett Johansson's character does in Marriage Story. Oh, really? You've I seen Marriage yeah, Story? I've, yeah, I've seen it. Do you then. remember when her and Adam drive his character oh, yes. and, and, and then and he she gets up, books up all the lawyers? Yes. But he he was he was very much just kind of placating her and being like, "Yep, yep, I know you're angry. I know that's bad, but this is the situation." And that makes it even worse for Shiv to be in that position because she's like the toddler in the you know in totally. the car. If you're fighting with somebody, you want them to be as mucky and messy and immature as you. Mm. You do not want them to be like, "It's okay. I understand why you feel that way." No. But you're actually being a bit of a crazy bitch right now. Yeah. Um, I have a question. So. So I was just saying about the fact that they're all sneaking kind of a little bit behind each other's backs. But did you notice that there were two moments in this episode, one with Shiv and one with Kendall, where they had a change of heart about this deal thing after a phone call. So right in the beginning of the episode, we see Shiv getting the phone call about the fact that her divorce, uh, all of the divorce lawyers are conflicted out. And it's only then that she makes that phone call to... um, What's what's the name? Is it Sandy? Sandy, the 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 female Sandy, mm. and basically changes her mind and says yes, actually, we which would again catalyzes the whole episode. Which catalyzes the whole episode. But and so then and then Kendall does a similar thing later. Madsen calls him and basically says, if you try and negotiate, I will walk away. He has this long moment on the subway stairs and then makes the decision yeah. to go in that direction of asking for more. <laughs> so what is making Shiv and Kendall decide to basically jeopardise this chance for them to get Pierce and all of the dreams that, and their that, money? To get, to get, to, to hit the dad as hard as possible where it hurts. So it's more about humiliating Logan than it is yeah. about getting their actual jobs. Yeah, like totally. They want. He knows well, in that moment when Matson shows weakness by being like, I'm going to be really fucking angry if you, if you fuck this up for me and I'm treating you with very little respect now because I'm being yeah. very direct. And Kendall's got an ego on him. And in that moment, Kendall was like, oh, do you know what? I could surprise him here because he thinks I'm just going to be subservient and just be like, yep, don't worry. It's all going to be fine. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure we don't disturb anything for you, sir. Actually, what he realised in that moment is that he can he can fuck everything up a bit more and surprise Logan by disrupting and just earning that respect from his dad. So maybe the reason why... Um I felt Roman's pain in this episode mm. a lot, especially towards the end. Well, that's what I was going to say about who I think was the star. Well, of course. But he's our star every he's time. He's our star every he's time. He's our star every time. No, but I really felt that this episode was about the three-dimensional... He, he, he's so capable of feeling all the emotions that the, some of the that I think I think Shiv, Shiv and, 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 and can't. It's not that they can't, it's that they choose not to mm. because... Roman is constantly trying to think about all of the different angles. He's sitting there in that karaoke booth, which is just genius. I do feel like the writers genuinely yeah. got together and they were like, what's the funniest, yeah. weirdest place that we can set this scene right now? Yeah, I think oh. that must be so fun. Imagine being like that skilled at writing and you've already got this incredible like set of characters and being like, okay, cool. 
we know that like we we know what these dynamics are going to be let's think of ways that we can fuck with it and make it even weirder and also make it better because obviously like you could think about all the layers and the dramaturgy of it right because like karaoke is about performing something that isn't yours so the kids are there and they're and taking something that's logan's that's not there you know like and logan in the newsroom this this little man who has to stand on cardboard boxes and and speak to his people um whilst he's speaking about the fact that um, that this guy has done one email. Yeah. He's done one email. It's it, and seeing how small he is in this air hanger and this yeah. huge thing. And the aircon bill would be ridiculous. The the premise of just <laughs> the, the comedy of seeing a long, a, like a wide angle of Logan in the middle of this huge newsroom. It was just so brilliant. So brilliant. And the premise as well. I think the 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 most surprised I've been. Um, in a funny way, is the Kerry the Kerry test. anchor? What and where would you, could we have ever seen no. that coming? And can it sh- in in a second of seeing her in that pink dress, looking smiling, quite gorgeous, looking quite gorgeous, just doing the smile um, and the arms. you lose all respect. You just lose all respect because you're like, oh, you are vain. But weirdly to me, the Kerry thing. It didn't make me like her more necessarily because I think that part of the reason she as a character is supposed to be this kind of ice cold, functional, she's a killer. There's a reason why she's, you know, in that job because she's somebody that's ruthless. But the fact that she has these sort of silly hope and ambition to become an anchor and that Logan's actually trying to help her with it. Mm. Because obviously we get this sense from Logan throughout this episode and also we've seen it in previous episodes that he respects hard work mm. he resents his children for having never really worked hard he calls them not serious people at the end he hates this guy for only writing one email and the whole time that he's standing there do you think that maybe part of the reason why he is having a bit of an affair with someone like Kerry is because she's a normal working person yeah she's had to fucking work hard to get to where she is she's got ridiculous lofty ambitions of becoming an anchor and yes he definitely gets humiliated by the fact that everyone's laughing about it in that amazing scene with yeah. um, Hugo or oh, whatever the, and Hugo the, the, and Jerry. The moment with the laptop. Oh my God. The, you just felt his pain. And, and and Logan is just, he's the master of of control. Yeah. So he knew the second he walked in that they were laughing at, at her. And he thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bank that. And I'm going to wait to really hit some, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait until I'm, until the perfect moment to humiliate to humiliate, humiliate him. Mm-hmm. It was just amazing. And to show him up for being as unprofessional as that. He basically, I get this sense that Logan is, now that the kids are out of the coop, the chickens are out of the coop, it's making him realise all of these faults within his inner circles that he maybe wasn't paying attention to before. Well, I think that the reason he has got so in deep with Kerry and has even gone to the level of, I mean, it's just really shocking that Logan is considering giving her a leg up, mm-hmm. which he is doing by asking if they've seen the tape, um, even considering that role for her. He's he's lost his kids, he's lost Marsha, he's got nobody, and he's let somebody creep in and do what we knew she was gonna do. We thought initially she was gonna you know, take his sperm and make a baby, but no, she wants to be a star. Yeah. And he's let someone in and he knows it's backfired now because it's too much and he can't even confront it. It was really interesting that scene with Tom and Logan in the pizza room. Mm. So he pretends that he's upset because they're ordering too many pizzas, which again, links into this like- Thrifty. 
like bootstrap mentality that mm. he's got going on at the moment. Well, why would you order more pizzas if you've got perfectly good ones there? You just put them in the fucking microwave. Is everyone this elitist, out of touch prick? Like, what have I made? Have I made this sort of legion of monsters? But then he has this conversation with Tom and Matthew McFadden's like acting in that scene okay. is incredible because he's he's trying to communicate with Logan with his eyes. He's trying to not put a foot wrong. But do you think that Logan in that moment was disappointed that Tom, his kind of new protege, like the one that he's got left after all the kids are fucked off, mm. do you think that he's disappointed that Tom wasn't more honest about Kerry's... Um, yes. And, or, and Tom knew that, didn't he? And The second yeah. the conversation was over, Tom knew, oh, that was a test and I failed. That's exactly what I was thinking. I feel like everyone's failing him. Yeah. And so it, that's why when it culminates in this really sad strange conversation between them in the karaoke booth it's like yeah his just failure after failure everyone is letting him down and maybe that's why he's got this weird like kind of fear of death thing going on about the fact that anytime anybody mentions that this is the end of an era yeah. that the Madsen handover is coming soon that this like it's all so neat the way that we, he just really refutes it he gets so angry yeah. he does that crazy speech about them all being so fucking no, spicy that, that scene where he's standing on the boxes and Tom does like the warm up it's just brilliant he cannot he just judged it so wrong yeah. and he he kind of goes a bit mad yeah he treats it like he's at he's a he's a doing a rally and he just kind of goes power mad and everyone's scared and he's saying kind of garbage nothing really is clear yes jam smears on the road or like i don't people are going to say that this is the end i won't accept defeat we're going to be lighter quicker stronger he's making he's saying stuff that doesn't actually make any sense because he he's he's so old and he, it's he analogies. can't get lighter and faster and it's quicker loads and stronger. of analogies analogy after analogy isn't it yeah greg especially had two in a row i noticed so it was like santa claus if he mm. was a hitman and then jaws if everyone worked for jaws a bit thick of it wasn't it it was a little bit thick of it and i i, I appreciated it in that moment because they're both great analogies but i was like interesting that they made them so close together because it's mm. just very notable yeah um, what were some other moments that you enjoyed in this episode? We're trying to do less of a sort of, of play chronological play-by-play. Play. Yeah. Play play. We're trying to go a bit more jazz. <laughs> We're trying to go Tom a bit more jazz this time. When Tom warmed him up and did a cough. Do you remember that? Wait, in which bit? He got in the box. Um, Logan was like, do you want to get up there first? And Tom mm. was like, oh, okay. And he was like, hey, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Did like a brilliantly timed cough. Showmanship, um, yeah. And then he was like, I could give you a kiss from here. I know, I <laughs> loved that. I feel like that was almost improvised. I feel like the cough and the kiss was improvised. God, Matthew, because Logan blessing just us every time. He's just amazing, but I did feel he was heavy with sadness. Um, and then Logan, when he was like, "Is fifteen equal to forty, pal?" and the rage, he's just money obsessed, power obsessed. Mm -hmm. And I think you're right. I think it's because he's now realizing, oh, what is next for me apart from death? And also this question of do you leave all of the things that you've earned to your children or do you leave it to people it, is he trying to motivate this group of people i don't know why i'm talking so weird it's because it's 11 p.m we never podcast mm -hmm. like oh is he trying to motivate this group of people at atn like they're his new children he's calling them fucking pirates being all like boisterous with them is he trying to help carry because that's also like giving somebody a leg up like he would have done for his children even or is he trying to reclaim something that he maybe he wishes he had done as a younger businessman, like his children, maybe he wishes that he had been more on the floor and he had he has let years go by where it's gone stale and yeah. he's not done as much work as he should have done. Yeah. Okay, let's get on to Connor's um, rehearsal dinner. Um, so Shiv 
Roman and Kendall, they're on their way. The dad cancels their helicopter, which is very funny just to see how annoyingly entitled yeah, they are. Yeah, say goodbye to daddy. Um, And Kendall's being very hip and cool. He's loving dressing in just cool, earthy tones and at the moment. And does Buddhism references. Loves a suede accessory. So we had a suede mm. bomber jacket last time. He, he we have a suede very useful, hat. useful this episode. Yes. And also, have you noticed that Shiv is always wearing formal wear? Always. Always in a two-piece business suit. Blazer. That's where her mind's at. Mm. Then we got Kendall always wearing loungewear. And then we got Roman halfway in between. He's got his rolled up shirt, but he's not wearing a tie ever. No, no blazer. No. So but it like maybe said, represents it, something. They None of them ever wear colour. No. Apart from a little bit of blue in, in, in Roman. Yeah, because he's such just a decision. A and so that's why Kerry's tape. Ocean eyes, Billie Eilish. What? No, just, I don't know why I said it. Just oh, something right. about blue, but anyway. Um, that's why Kerry's screen test was so startling because of the pink. Absolutely. <laughs> was it just really fascinating for the writers to throw that in? Because you you never would have expected something that sort of, I don't know, it's such an embarrassing. So vulnerable. Sweet, vulnerable thing. And then when Greg had to let her down, it's he did it. It's so, cringe. It's so cringe. And it's like, but that, oh God, it, it's just brilliant. And I'm not, not going to be able to comes, describe it well. Logan comes back and is like, look, I've been thinking about Kerry. And that's where Tom is like, okay, now I need to be honest. Uh, he's this is a t- another test. Uh, yeah, a bit a bit raw. The yeah. word raw, yeah, is just perfect. Maybe we should have her under the radar. He just he 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 flies down that you know burning airplane with with incredible precision. Mm. He lands it you know in a car parking lot, and you know everyone applauds. So yeah. okay, now we get to the engagement rehearsal, and and um, Willa Willa d- down the stairs on her way out as they arrive late, of course, with all these friends. Who are Willa's friends? But but Connor then references the the friends as yes. if they aren't really so-called friends. friends. And um, she, her performance here was just brilliant. Mm. She was just so frazzled, scared, like did not know what she was doing you can't be jumping for joy all the time yeah that was tragic wasn't yeah. it you can't be it can't life can't just be vivid and she said it's feeling very vivid today oh, isn't it's feeling it? very vivid today you can't be jumping for joy all the time do you think that the very vivid thing means that because she also described herself as feeling fuzzy and then saying that the day feels very vivid do you think that that's supposed to be kind of a reference to the fact that she's been dazed through this whole thing with Connor like she just let it happen because I sent you a TikTok did you watch it? I can't because when you send a TikTok it doesn't open on that TikTok doesn't it? no oh yeah oh that's strange anyway it was um, Kieran being interviewed and it's just a little clip and the interview's asking him if he was to rank worst moral character in um, succession to best and he weirdly says he thinks Connor's the worst because he's basically used his money to pluck this woman buy her and put her in a ranch and then yeah. trap her there like a like a bird in a gilded true, cage true i don't i i really i i feel bad for saying this but i don't like connor yeah i don't there's not much likability there no you, he's you, quite p- self-pitying self-pitying he wouldn't be a fun hang you like he, you just know really everyone talented. everyone just doesn't want to be a like just doesn't want to hang out yeah. with him he just seems like he's not even on the board i just don't feel like he's got much to to offer and no he's not cool I, I do really feel for him, but having said that, the final moment with him and Willa, where so we f- we follow uh, the brilliant premise again. There's so many, there's three or four premises in this episode that could have been enough, 
in one episode, right? Absolutely. Like, so the carry, he wants to go where a regular Joe goes and Joe yeah. go, goes, and, goes and does karaoke like they do in the films. Well, before that, they go to the bar as well because he wants to Because he be, wants to go with a reg, regular Joe goes. He, yeah, he wants to have grease on his hands and blood in his hair because he doesn't understand yeah. clearly what regular people do. But And they, they hijack that by talking about the Max and Deal and Kendall goes outside with the, the Stewie call. And Connor starts to kind of fade away yeah. as he we realise that he's tracking Willa's location on his phone. Very relatable. I know. And it's just kind of, it's the start of, oh, he's he's losing her and yeah. he knows that. Yeah. And she's at loads of really weird places. She's at a dry cleaners at one point. Then she's um, at like a, a, an aquarium shop. So and then she's on a bridge and then he thinks that she's thrown the phone off of the bridge but so she's clearly on her own wandering around yeah. which is like a fun little just that they've given us those little details but also did you just notice how cold Shiv was when she hugged Connor she didn't even like there was no physical contact between the two of them when she leans down whereas Roman and Kendall mm. they are actually affectionate with him yes none of them respect Connor they don't include him in anything and they all think he's an idiot but Shiv is really disdainful yeah but I, I feel like that was more heightened this episode because Shiv is so unhappy yeah Shiv is depressed she's bruised she's been rejected yeah Shiv's depressed mm, she's a depression girl oh big time so we can monitor her dot together he yeah says. that's a lovely line yeah um yeah and Roman again being caring at moments being surprised that Shiv wants to leave so soon and not not want to go to the bar and not want to go to karaoke and stuff like that Ro- Roman is just very tender mm. and he's really thinking about how other people feel yeah oh my god I love him yeah um, but then we've got um, we've, we've got um, Greg in between the bar and karaoke going to he's been given the task of saying to Kerry we don't like your screen test yeah and Greg pretends they did a focus room which they might have done mm. but Kerry's like they if didn't. that focus room does not exist I will rip you into pieces like string cheese mm. and Greg makes up that the focus group didn't like her arms <laughs> oh my god imagine if someone said that about us I would I would be so upset she was very good at cutting through all of his um ramblings yeah because she's fucking ambitious but also it just reminded me of when you're having a conversation with somebody and they happen to mention oh and it's funny because i'm actually uh that person said that thing about you and blah blah blah. and they try and go off for the rest of their story but all you can focus on is wait what did that person say about me tell me exactly what it is and um and that's that's you could really see the vulnerability coming mm. through. She knew immediately that that must be from Tom, which probably means it's from Logan. And she's very, like, kind of a bit fragile with Logan for the rest of the episode. Oh, not just a bit fragile. She's she's. I think she's done. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if she's done. I think she is. I wouldn't be surprised if she now goes. Do you think so? Yeah. I Maybe. think that was her swan song. Maybe because I think Logan is now. She's not talented, so no, she's gone. Mm. And she'll be too embarrassed. Mm. Um, so Kendall has this phone call with Madsen, decides to change his mind. For some reason, I still haven't worked it out. No, no, no. You're right. It's because they, they actually just care about pissing off the father more than the yeah. money. But um, I've, I just thought of you when Madsen said that line about, he asks if Kendall slept well, and then he says no, and he says, well, um, I've never met a person I liked who, or never met a person I've respected who does sleep well, yeah. and it made me think of you. 
Oh, that's sweet. Because you have difficulty sleeping. Don't I don't you, have difficulty. Seriously, I don't have. I don't have difficulty. Well, you're sleep deprived. I'm definitely. I I I don't need that much sleep. Like you woke up at five thirty and it's over. It's eleven now. I running would be zonked out. Adrenaline. You're running on fumes. That's mm. what you're running on. But it's also you just you just have to survive on very little sleep when you have a baby. That's the yeah. Choice. Um. So then they go back to the, then they move on to karaoke. But they are just after Roman gets a text from the dad and the oh, other two's yes. response to oh the fact God. that Roman is in communication with Logan is fascinating because that is How every that fight. Happen? How did they find that out? His phone His beat? phone buzzes, they see he's got stupid. He's got um like the text he's got the settings the on so that you can see the text before you I even unlock that. the phone. Bad. I have that too because I'm lazy, but the fact is you shouldn't be doing that if you want to sneak around. I don't around. like a surprise, like I have a phobia of doors and I it's like that with the text. I just need to know what it is immediately. Definitely. That's why I like to um give people that I want to get texts from different ringtones. Oh, cuz it that's cause also it, quite desperate of you. So I, I gave Horatio his own specific ringtone Aww. very early on. So I wouldn't have that disappointment of hearing the text sound and being like, yeah. it's him. And yeah. then it never being I've him. I've been there, yeah. Oh, yeah. You've been there. Yeah, mm. girl. Yeah, sister. Um, okay, so uh, the their response to um, Roman having this secret cahoots with dad is so... They are so bruised and hurt by it. Whereas Roman is quite straightforward. Yeah, he's straightforward. Like, it was one, two, three texts. This is what I said. Here's my phone. Yeah. Splay me open. It's mostly dick pics because he's got a taste for them now. That's probably my favourite line of the episode. Mm. Um, and the fact that they are offended by the warmth of take care. Do you think take care is a warm thing to say? I think that Roman... I think it is a warm thing to get to say, especially to is. her father. But I feel like they use this um, Shiv and Kendall as ammunition to bully Roman into doing what they want. Yeah. They actually aren't that upset that he texts the dad, but they can use this to manipulate Roman. It's true. I think that's a very astute point, actually. Um, because the fact is, they all have secrets. Mm. They're all keeping shit from each other. Like, Roman is the one that's keeping the least harmful secrets, uh, I reckon. Well, Roman is the most honest. Mm. Of yeah. all of them, and that's why Logan can manipulate him too. Um, but he also is still always going to be in Logan's little pocket. So even when Shiv quite rightly says, you know, do you even realise who this dad guy is? Like, he is the one that's given Tom advice to get me to all of the divorce stuff. He's fucked me over. He's mummed me. And Roman still finds a way to be like, well, you know, I'm sure that there are other lawyers. He still can't yeah. quite get his head around the idea that Logan but, could but be he's bad. Fair. He says, I'm sure there are lovers, but I am sorry he did yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and you said that... I the- reckon Roman's a Libra. Do you think so? Mm. We, I'm sure that there must be some website yeah. somehow that, that knows what their style is. Oh my God, are. what would Kendall be? Scorpio. Scorpio or Leo. Scorpio or Leo. Yeah, you're right. Okay, Roman, definitely Libra or... Maybe an Aries. Maybe an Aries. Shiv. Taurus. Taurus. Virgo, potentially? No, no, no she's fiery. She's fiery or earth. Yeah. Taurus. She's not a water sign, I'm telling you that. Taurus right or Gemini. Now. Taurus or Gemini. I know when I see him and I'm like, I, she's not one of me. I can tell she's you that. She's not water. No, she's not a water sign. Is Gemini water? Gemini is air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Gemini it? and Libra are air. Yeah. And Logan, Capricorn. Do you think so? Yeah, Capricorn are the most driven, ambitious. Do you think so? Yeah, Capricorn, definitely. Connor, Cancer or Pisces. Well, that's a bit... You're slagging me off there, sorry, aren't you? Sorry, you're sorry, You're just slagging sorry. me off. Um, okay, so let's take it to karaoke room. Okay. Okay, yeah. So incredibly sad. 
because just karaoke makes me sad. But I aesthetically as well, the contrast between the bright neon colours and these business suits and these sad people. And none of them want to be there. Like even Connor knows that none of them want to be there. And so it's just this big like fake... It just, it makes you really sad when you have like relationships that you know in your heart should be close ones, but you can't for the life of you force it to be close. Mm. And the fact that they're all there out of duty because he's so fucked up and because like, you know, Shiv is saying, literally it's the night before he gets married and she's saying, oh, it's fine, you'll meet someone else. Mm. But she's saying that to herself. Do you think so? Yeah, she's saying that to herself. Oh, Jesse, that's deep. That's yeah, really deep. Yeah, definitely. Shiva's being as brutal and flippant about this as possible because yeah. she's in the same situation. Yeah. And they always say things. They always reveal exactly how they feel just by saying stuff. So when Roman gets a call from the father, Ken's response is, what do we say? Don't answer it. Mm. Because actually, he, of course he wants to answer it. Mm. He's His mind doesn't go to the fact that they should hang up. His mind goes to the fact that they want to reach out, they want to speak to him. And, and um, they also, in that situation, immediately revert to children. Yeah. They all want to impress daddy. Totally. And daddy's coming. Oh, we've got to be on a... And, and again, the, the visual that just... Oh, as, as, he, as he walks in to the karaoke bar, Logan... It just I thought I thought all of the shots were just so beautiful in this yeah. episode. Um they made him look quite small. Yeah. Which I think is like it's reflective of the fact that whenever you see somebody in person for the first time that you haven't seen in ages, or maybe you've had a fight and like you're scared to see them or it's a celebrity, people always appear smaller than you expect. Yeah. And it's like it felt exactly like he was walking into the room that I was watching it mm. in. And it was like, a, I genuinely felt like the breath coming out of me. I was like, oh my God, they're actually seeing each other for the first time. I know, but the moment before that, before Logan comes and he says, well, they've got juice. Yeah. He, they, 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 he realizes that they are gonna go after the mats and raising the money. Yeah. And he kind of looks proud. Yeah. And says, I, oh, well, they do have some juice. And it's that moment that Logan decides, right, what is my tactic? Mm. How can I fuck over my kids again? Yeah. And what's the best tactic? And then as he walks in and, and immediately is like, um, can we uh, turn the lights down? Oh, okay, no, that's fine. He's like, right, I'm going to play sweet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play, I'm going to shock them with kindness. Do you think that it was fake? Oh my God, do you not think that? No. You think that he wanted... To- he wanted I, to apologise. No, I don't think that he wanted to apologise. But I think the fact that he leads with, I wanted you at my party a bit. No, 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 BB. That was all a play. Do you think so? Of course. Because I'm Carrie's no, there. Carrie's there. Okay, true. Okay, one Carrie's point in on it. One Carrie's point an actress. You. Okay, one nil. But I also think whenever he's being kind of honest or raw, his Scottish accent comes out a little mm-hmm. bit more. I don't know if it's a deliberate choice that the actor makes, Brian Cox, but he, like, he, he was saying you lot a lot when he was an ATN, mm. which Americans don't say, I presume. But also he was saying, um, yeah, I wanted you at my party a bit. I don't know, that did feel vulnerable no, and real to me. No, okay, very decide, interesting. He's I, I'm, decided I'm willing to, to, play, to play vulnerable, to, to get his kids to feel guilty so that he can get what he needs. Because all this stuff about having a fresh start, you can have Pierce, I can have ATN. Yeah, so and then we can spend time together after. as a family. Do you not think that that's real? I mean, given all of this mortality fear that you can feel beating up, building up inside of him, do you not think that he genuinely means that he wants to spend time with them? No, do you think and he I think care? Shiv puts it perfectly when she says, there's not a thing you could say that would make me believe you. Wow, God, I must be so much more gullible than you then, because I no, fully bought it. I, f- I didn't believe it for a second. And the fact that Kerry was there and Kerry didn't leave 
and you know let me just explain this put on a whole act and then the second that she was out switched back she was acting she was acting too you're right although when they obviously started making fun of her for having her own tv show oh he hasn't given you your own t-shirt mm. has he fucked he will you over fuck yet you. yeah at least you popped your betrayal cherry yeah, <laughs> yeah no no the, logan is going to fuck them over again oh and again God. and again and again logan will die having fucked them over because she really let loose towards the end as well calling him a human gaslight she she was properly gunning for him yeah but i thought that could have had more impact that that explosion do you think so yeah i feel like she could have I didn't feel like that was enough of a hit for her to end on what she did. What did she end on? Like, you're it's hum- not your reality or something. Yeah. Like, what you're, the truth isn't your... Basically just that he, yeah, he makes all this shit up and he's a human gaslight. Yeah. I guess what, what did hit home was her emotion and yeah. her upset. Yeah. But I felt like she didn't really have a point. No, she didn't have a point. All they're trying to... Oh, she, no, her, her, the final thing that she says is... Go and ask them for more fucking money. Oh right. Um, and then his he yeah his demeanor immediately switches to you bratty fucking dopes. Yeah. None of you are serious people. Probably the most humiliating thing yeah. as well that you can say to them at that point. Yeah. Especially as they're all sitting in like a neon pink karaoke booth. <laughs> they all do look really dumb. Um, but I'm so surprised that you think that he that was all. A, I am so. I now oh I gosh. feel really dumb. Yeah yeah yeah. Watch it again. We can watch it again in a minute. Yeah, third time round. Third time lucky <laughs> in one day. That's healthy. Um, yeah, I also thought it was interesting. You pointed out that Kendall can't really make direct eye contact with Logan. No. But he also feels that he has the right to speak for the others, especially for Roman and Connor. So when Roman, who truly actually wants an apology, really fucking cares about that, sorry. What are you actually sorry for, Dad? And then Kendall's like, what? For never giving a shit about Connie his whole life? For hitting Roman as a kid? And Roman's like, no, loads of people hit me, it's fine. Because I'm so annoying. Oh my God, so self-deprecating. But it's weird. It's like, why does Kendall feel like he has the right to speak for them? I don't think that he really gives a fuck about either of those things. But he's just trying to hurt the father even more. I think Kendall truly feels the most bruised. Yeah. He feels like he's been the most attacked. Yeah. He's very protective of Roman, the fact that Roman was hit. But I feel like Kendall is the guy that's got the most attention and had the biggest falls. Whereas Roman has been consistently loyal. And and when he says to Logan, I think, Dad, what the, the real issue is Italy and mum and, and that the end of series three. It really is just as simple as that. Like he ruined them yeah. at the end of series three and they had to join together as siblings to try kind of, you know, to combat their father again. Yeah. And so Kendall, I mean, Roman is really being diplomatic and fair, saying this is what you should be apologizing for. If you can, then maybe we can talk. Yeah. Yes. Fascinating. Anyway, he calls them not serious people. He fucks off. He has a very strange little rant about the rats in New York being as big as fucking skunks so they don't even run anymore. Is that a reference to the kids? Well, yes. But I also felt this little rant, it was to show us the detachment of Kerry. Yeah. Kerry now isn't listening and she switched off. But it was also, I felt awkward. I felt like Logan was awkward this woman was previously his has been his kind of um you know right hand man 
for 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 the last however many episodes and has been helping him and has been on his own. But now he feels awkward because of the the screen test thing and knows that actually she's probably on her way out and is like filling that little walk to the car with like a little rant post embarrassment in front of his kids. He's opened up again and he's failed to yeah. get them on side and he's just doing a little I'm angry and I'm gonna I'm gonna shout at everything and you're gonna agree with me but I know you're actually not gonna say anything because it's really awkward it's just filling time it's true that's a really interesting way of looking at it yeah the awkwardness of that it is awkward because it did feel slightly misplaced and I'm sure that that's deliberate because everything they do is so deliberate and then he he they get to the car and he's like phew in the car okay cancel the meeting yeah and she's like yeah cool and she immediately walks away gets in the car and because that's the way they are the the relationship is transactional Mm. she gets what she wants out of him she does what he says yeah exactly so that she's probably gonna fake i think that she's had her probably her storyline arc now i no, i i genuinely don't think she'll be in the next episode fascinating i love to have a hear a prediction i think logan will be on his own were you surprised when you saw roman um yes. come to logan at the end i was totally. very surprised so surprised and also just weird that tom was just sitting there what was tom doing it was tom interesting is well, tom is an honorary son now um well it's funny that um when tom's still in the room before he goes away to give them a moment um Roman is like, yeah, no, I just I felt that that was weird before. And Logan says, we know what they're like. I know. So he's trying to get him on side. But it's, yeah, you're right. It's all these layers of fakeness. Because he doesn't fucking like Tom. He doesn't like Tom. But interestingly, I think that he's probably kinder, fairer, and more honest with Tom. Maybe. Than he has his own children. Because he respects the fact that Tom has made his way there. No, because it's not it. the people closest to him that he can hurt. Mm. It's, you have to have that separation if they're not your family. But if he's asking Roman to become the head of ATN, is that not also fucking Tom over slightly? Yes. Yeah, totally. So just, do, do you think Tom is aware of what's going on in that conversation? He's taking over Sid's the, job. I think the reveal in that scene, not only was it right Roman is getting this offer but it's that Sid's I mean um Sin what's Sid 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 is going it's interesting when you have the subtitles (coughs) on and they spell characters names in a different way than you expected Mm. because Sid's very similar to yeah hers is spelt C-Y-D how crazy is that it's very similar to Sydney yeah yeah. but um that was news to me there and he's really going for this ATN thing and I think Roman would be a good fit for it I wonder what is going to happen in the next episode. I, I think that, I think Kerry will be gone. Logan will be vulnerable. Roman will get sucked in by that vulnerability. Shiv will have some kind of massive meltdown. And Kendall will go kind of violent with his kind of newfound childlike energy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is giving off very much rich baby toddler iPad kid energy for sure. But I guess the next episode will be Con's wedding or not his wedding. Well, the fact that Logan and um, Roman also just completely brush off the fact that they're going to do that meeting instead of going to the wedding, oh. it's just so horrible. Oh, no, but he, just did seen... say, he did say, didn't he? He sat down and he was like, maybe I should go. Yeah. He's still on the fence. He's the baby. He is, and he just truly... I mean, we can't also then also imply that Roman is a good person as well. There are so many notes here that I've made of like, oh, and Roman <sighs> showed care in this moment. And Roman didn't like it when, after Logan left the karaoke booth, um... Shiv and Kendall were joking about oh that felt fucking good they were basically doing the innuendo that Roman normally does of having had sex with uh, the family member 
and actually Roman got very defensive. But then, I, so I thought, oh, that's so sweet, Roman's so kind. And then I was like, wait, but Roman makes these disgusting jokes about fucking every member of his family pretty much every episode. Yeah. So they are, then they're not, it's so easy to, to sympathise and then to remember actually these are like also still very bad people. But what do you think was the moment that Roman decided he was going to go there at the karaoke bar? I think when he saw, I think that he, like me, bought that the that Logan was trying to have a moment of connection there and maybe does want them to be able to separate work and personal life so that they can all be together as a family. I think that's, the fact is if something, if it's something that you want, you're probably not going to see the red flags and I think that that's the moment he decided. And he probably is also feeling a bit disgusted by Shiv and um, Kendall, their attitude, they're, they're being very secretive and sneaky, they're being unkind. Mm. Um, and then we see Connor leaving in disgust, like I don't need love anyway. I've never, the problem with the, the, the good thing about your family never love, loving you is that you don't need it. And then he, the dot, the, you know, he's found his way back and she's In she's bed. there. And she's kind of, it's not like a romantic hug they do in bed, but it's definitely like we're we're okay we're in this like you know she's not going to do better he's not going to do better mm. and um and, and shiv in the car yeah looking at her phone considering whether to call tom yeah god she's in so much pain and then kendall doing one of his trademark s- 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 kind of gross smiles just like very what's strange. going on with him it's almost like he's forgotten that the dad has the dad and the siblings now well the thing is okay this is my prediction then so roman is now potentially going to break away Mm. We already feel that Shiv and Kendall are being sneaky and have their own side hustles going on and their own weird little, you know, fucking weird shit. So if it is going to now become another power play between the three of them, they both know about what Kendall did. They could be the ones to fucking leak it. Or maybe the father leaks it, yeah. but then he pretends that the kids are the one that leaked it. So yeah, so that has to be that's coming the soon. crescendo, doesn't it? That they, reveal of, of they're not Ken- They're not going to leave murder. it. They're not going to leave it until the no. last episode. That would be crazy. It's going to come out. You never know next episode. It could come out of the wedding. Or maybe it's making a statement by it not being a thing that that level of entitlement and that the rich circles, the power they have, things do get buried. Bad stuff happens all the time and they get buried. That would be fascinating. That would be really interesting if they ignore it. That would be a very big statement. Mm. And you know what I want to see? I would love to see Will Ferrell make a... Uh, and, I mean, given that he's an, oh. an EP, given that he's an exec but what produce. But what do you think that means? I reckon he just gives some money, his production can, company. I know, but like he's been in it from the first episode of the first season. Come on, please, please, please can there be a Will Ferrell cameo? That would be the oh. best fucking thing ever. Oh my God. Okay, well, I'm going to so send great. out good energy to the universe. Yes. I know it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I desperately want Shiv and Tom to get back together. I just, desperately want them to. Maybe have a baby. I just want them to get back together and I want I want I want I want happiness. I it has to end on happiness because if the series ends on some kind of like, oh, life is pretty downhill from a certain point. I, I don't think I could I don't think I, can, I don't think I can take it. Because the thing I take away from Kendall at the moment in the last episode and this one is that he's kind of rootless. Yeah. He had this kind of ambition and this fire, but you know, really fueling him and he doesn't seem to have that he's kind of going this way and that way this way and that way this way and that way he doesn't have his girlfriend anymore no. um naomi right naomi he we don't see him in his flat at all anymore we don't no. we don't ever you're right he's rootless we don't ever have a place for yeah. kendall and the fact that he's always wearing such casual clothes as well uh. 
Whereas Shiv's got her business suits on, her favourites, as she says last time. I wouldn't be surprised if Kendall is using again. I think that that's probably implied anyway, right? Yeah, it's right? implied, right? He definitely, yeah. didn't he take something in the last yeah. episode? Like I smoked horse. He definitely <laughs> was drinking at the bar because when he's ordering from the um, oh, yes. waitress, he, he, they're all alcoholic drinks. So mm. he's clearly drinking again. So yeah. you're right. That's probably going to come to it as well. It's fascinating. Anyway, we got to get to bed. Look, it's late Are you going to sleep on my play sofa? <laughs> I'd you love could. to. It's actually it's really a bed. comfy. It's, it's super comfy. Should I make it into the Rockstar stage or into the Taj Mahal? <laughs> Or should I just do a classic day? Movie night. <laughs> I'll just do the movie night for I, we could we could publicize we could start doing advertising for this. This is like the podcast stage. <laughs> this is a great because also it's kind it's of cushion. soundproof. No, it is soundproof. It is soundproof. Like you're I could have made shit. next time we do a podcast, maybe we'll do this next Monday. We do it in In the Den. In, in the, the Den. den. <gasps> oh my god, that's a great idea. Yeah. So um I oh, know you're away. Well we can we could don't yeah. worry. We'll, we'll work yeah. it out. We'll do it in den another day. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's lovely to 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 do this yeah I just I, I don't want to live without succession nor do I I think it might be like you know how some people just wear a uniform every day yeah because it makes life similar I think I might just survive on succession yeah maybe just keep just like constant like I think it's going to be like friends you're going to be able to constantly re-watch re uh. and recycle the show and like the best thing about when you find an episode of friends that's something that, and you're like oh my god I feel like I've never seen this mm. one before succession is so rich that I know that we will find episodes and be like oh my god yeah. I forgot about this thread. I give myself really a treat like, I watch it once without subtitles and I watch it with subtitles. And you know what? This episode, okay, so this time round, so I watched, the first time I watched it, I had the subtitles on and I was like, something feels off, something feels off, turn the subtitles off halfway through the episode. And it's amazing because you enjoy it in a different way. Mm. Second time is when you watch it with subtitles because yes. then you're like, all these clever lines I'm not getting. Yeah. First time, you want to be looking at the picture, you want to be looking at the scene, you want to be looking at the framing, you want to be looking at the colours. Wow, we are very tired, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we need to go to yeah. bed. Oh my God. Okay. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. See and we hope well. that you enjoyed Succession as much as we did. See you next week. Sweet dreams. I made of these. I made of what? Eurythmics, you know. Sweet oh. dreams. <laughs> I made of these.